Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate with Lyra, episode eight. I'm very excited for today's guest. I have George Philbeck here, and uh, we're going to talk database and what that looks like. So, George, um, I I know you don't like talking about yourself, but go ahead and brag a little bit so that way all of our audience knows uh, who we're who we're listening to today. Well, uh, first off, thank you. It's great being here. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I love you. You're awesome. And uh, yeah, I don't like the fact that you're making me do this, but you already prepped me and let me know. I've been in real estate for 20 years, a little over 20 years, two decades at this point. Uh, I've sold in my career over 5,000 homes. My best year was 997 homes. I've opened up and had, in my opinion, probably the first expansion model. I had three different offices working out of a centralized hub from 2008 through 2015. And uh, I'm fanatical now about database where that is, that's kind of my, um, it, well, I think that's the foundation for everything we're in, re- everything about real estate comes into your database or feeds it. So, and it's the one area that most people don't seem to spend a lot of time. So I'm loving that we're going to talk about that. As far as me, I'm, um, I'm just, a, a, I'm constantly learning. I, I'm constantly trying to improve. I, I'm just, I, I'm fanatical to get better and better at better, whatever we're doing, uh, which is in fact, the secret to any kind of lead generation, never be satisfied or you'll be paid like just an amateur as opposed to a Michael Jordan or a LeBron James who are the best of the best. Got to strive for that. Um, That's me bragging on myself. Thank you for that, ma'am. Yep. You are very welcome. Anytime. Um, So uh, based off of that, you know, you're, you're kind of a big deal. Um, You at least, (laughs) you at least know what you are talking about, right. In regards to database. So that is kind of why I want (laughs) Y'all can't see that. this, but I'm holding up a cup that says it's a huge cup that says I'm kind of a big deal. It's that is funny a that massive cup. That. Is that is not your coffee, your daily coffee cup, is it? Because there goes no. That's my water cup. Oh, water. I don't God. drink coffee. I just drink water. That's okay, me too. Um, but yes, good lord. Um, I was gonna say that's a lot of caffeine, but that is amazing. I did not know you had that cup. I'm glad yep. we I'm glad we <laughs> got through that. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, All right, we're going to start talking about database. Now, as you mentioned, this is something that a lot of people don't really touch on. They say a large chunk of your your business comes out of your database, right? I don't know the stats. You probably do. Um, They do. Well, according to, uh, you know, they they did a study on this one. And for agents that have been in business for over three years, about 75 to 80% of their business comes from their database. Now, that same group of agents, which is really after three years, you, you should consider yourself a successful real estate agent. You're in the business, you're in the industry, which is awesome. But of those, People that they interviewed, the successful real estate agents they interviewed, and, and 75% of their business, almost every one of them to the last one said that they weren't managing their database at a very high level. And if they actually applied some strategies towards their database that they do to other lead generation, which doesn't bring them as much business, right. their business would actually double. Right. So why wouldn't we focus on that? We're, we're going to talk about that, I know. So back to you. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, absolutely. We kind of touched on it a little bit on our um, success with, with follow-up, just really that most what happens is most of the time agents will get distracted by the shiny object, um, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's yeah. about what's uh, the instant gratification, the seller that's ready to list today, not the seller that's ready to list in three months, right? They get forgotten about. Um, and, you know, the people that you met in an open house that weren't ready to buy now, maybe you follow up for a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden, you know, they, they fall off the, the face of the map and you're not really, you know, you're not really following up with them anymore. Um, so I think that's where a lot of agents struggle. And, and you know, and not only that, but you hear, hey, go build your database, go go build your database. Well, how the heck do you build a database? <laughs> how do you build one that's big enough to sustain you and continue to to, to do 75 to 80% of your business after only being in the business three years. So, you know, I'll let you kind of touch on that a little bit. Well, first off, everything, I mean, everything we're doing in real estate, you and I know we've, we've talked about this outside of the, uh, the podcast. So it's, uh, this is actually really a lot of fun because it's just you and me sharing more of what we already cover on a regular basis in our, you know, ongoing mastermind series, as it were, um, with the, with follow-up, most people just lose sight of the fact that that's where the money really is. And and you mentioned it, and I'm going to reiterate it because it's important that you got that shiny object syndrome where it's like, oh my God, what if I could do this? And this is what's going to make me all the money. The truth of the matter, it's not. Gary Keller did a long time ago. We probably want to, this is we're doing the millionaire real estate agent book. I was with Keller Williams at the time. It was awesome in 2004 and five. For every 12 people in your database that are followed up with intelligently, you can expect two transactions. One is a repeat, meaning one of the 12 is actually going to buy or sell with you. And the other one is a referral. And that's if you suck at it. Wow. So okay. Imagine if you were really good at this. Imagine if you could turn that to three for every 12. 
And as you said, let's talk about how do we add people to our database? And if we have enough time, I'd love to go into that as well. I want to talk about what you have in your database right now. And if you'll let me, I'm going to run with this for a let's moment or two and kind of just let's dig in. <coughs> Excuse me. So for our conversations, let's pretend we've got 100 people in our database. And before we dig in, we're going to set some ground rules. Nobody wants to be sold. And the truth is nobody wants you to call them and say, hey, can you refer somebody to me? Hey, who's the next person you know that wants to buy or sell or invest in real estate? Nobody wants that conversation. What they want is they want a true friendship. They want somebody that they know cares about them. I won't go and buy a car. Uh, I used to buy my cars from CarMax. I won't go and buy a car from CarMax. The first time I walked in, I was freaked out. They were going to take my money. I didn't trust them. Sorry. Didn't trust them. They were out to get me and they knew more about it than I did. That's how everybody feels about real estate agents. Yeah. After I bought my first car, I created a relationship. Gary was the guy that sold me the car and he's the person I went to again and again and again. And I know that he was still taking money from me. I know that he was still making a profit on me, which is cool, but I trusted him because we created a relationship. What I'm going to establish right now is that the focus on database is twofold. First off, obviously it's great communication carrying on, but it's not selling. Database communication is relationship building. So much so that when we talk about the phone calls and the conversations, I'll even give you some role play scripts or a script at which you can use. And it's not a script that you think like when you're thinking of a script of when is the next time you plan on selling your home? It's a script on how to put them at ease and how to not talk about real estate. Is that all right? Can we, yeah, can no, I love in? it. Let's do it. Cool. So let's say we got 100 people in our database. So Perfect scenario. You're going to need to communicate with that 100 people either through meaningful communication. We can call meaningful communication a phone call. We can call it an email. We can call it a postcard delivered to their house, which showcases you. And we'll cover all three of those. We also have an opportunity to do birthday videos. That's what Facebook is for. And it gives us everybody under the events where to do that. It's a huge, big communication. We should have their anniversaries for their purchases or something special and know more about them. The more you know about them, you can really communicate with the database very easily about 50 times a year. And that seems like a lot, but it's not overwhelming. Let me tell you how to go about it. And we're starting with the phone call. Okay. If you have a hundred people in your database and I challenged you, and I'm talking now to you, Lyra, my friend, I said, if All I right. challenged you to call the hundred people in your database every month and talk to them every single month, I believe you could probably do it, but that would be a very daunting task. Is that fair? I hate picking up the phone. So yes, I would be very stressed out on top Terrific. of everything else. So. And, and there's a good chance that you probably get through about L and then it'd be like, ah, crud, I'm not going to do it. So, you know, from M on is probably not going to hear from you maybe once a year at the most. Is that fair? That's fair. All right. But now let's try this a little different. When you call them, here's the only thing I want you to say. Lyra, I want you to call these people that are friends of yours that you know that you have relationships with in some way, shape or form. And I want you to have a conversation about them. I don't want you to talk about real estate so much so because if you're doing this well, they're going to say to you, well, Lyra, how's the real estate market? And I want you to say this, say, listen, John, this is a personal call. I'll be back in the office in about an hour. I'll gladly call you back then when I put on my real estate hat, but this is me reaching out to my friend. Is that in any way offensive to you, Lyra, if somebody called you like that? No, not at all. I'd be excited. It's, 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 it's a friendship at this point and we're, right. and we're having conversations about them. So this is the part that gets a little bit um, creepy. <laughs> but stalk on them on Facebook or Instagram yeah. and see what they're doing and actually ask them about what's going on in their life. Have a conversation about them. And for anybody who thinks that's easy, I'm going to easy. I'm going to challenge you. Going to challenge you to try doing that with a significant other, your spouse or somebody you're involved with or whatever, or even your children. Don't talk about you, only talk about them. It's very hard to do. It takes practice. But if you're having a conversation, if you and I are having a conversation, and I'm talking all about you, when we hang up, you're going to say this to Bryce, your significant other. That was the most awesome conversation I've ever had because we spoke of you. And truthfully, this isn't a bad thing. All of us think we're the most important topic to cover. Definitely. Now, this makes for very good relationships. And the more you do this, the more they trust that you're interested in them and not in the sale. And they can't refer you to somebody until they can trust you. It will not happen. So okay. stop trying to get a referral and stop trying to create and start trying to create trust and a true friendship. Now okay. let's go back to the hundred people that you've got to call. I'm going to tell you that I'm going to challenge you, basically say to you for a hundred thousand dollars more, I'm going to have you call everybody at least one or one time a month and have a conversation about them. Now you may call them in the morning and, and I'm going to jump around a little bit, but you'll get it. You may call them in the morning. They don't answer. And you call them in the afternoon. You don't leave them a message in the morning. When you call them in the afternoon, leave them a voicemail. Hey, 
It's George Lira. I was just thinking about you. Your name popped up on my phone. This is exactly what I'd say in person, by the or if I got him on the phone. Your name popped up on my phone yesterday. It popped up again today. I haven't spoken to you in a while. I really wanted to call. And I just, it's important to me to say, I'm sorry. I don't think I've been a great friend. I really felt like the world got in the way and I haven't connected as much as we like to. And I miss our conversations. And I just wanted you to know that I was thinking of you and I think you're awesome. And, and that's it. And then hang up, leave that message. That's exactly what you say when you call them. That's the reconnect call. Right. Okay. I was wondering, cause I was like, okay, if you're doing this, if you're doing this regularly, great. But how do you, you know, for those of us that have not been doing these things, how do we step into the, into that, you know, and, but there are clients that I miss and I want to like, I just don't reach out to them, but there's clients that we had the best time looking at houses together and laughing and everything like that. And I, I haven't reached out to them, you know, because it's always about what's, you know, what's next, but you're, you're completely right. You know, just call and be like, Hey, I'm, I missed you. You know, your name popped and apologize. up. Be, yeah. be transparent. Hey, listen, I let the world get in the way. I hate that I did that. We are having such fun talking and then everything got busy. You got busy. I got busy, but it's my fault. And I didn't follow up. And I want you to know that I miss you and I miss talking to you. And I'm going to do everything in my power to, to really try and be more of a good friend because I really consider you one. Now, these are authentic conversations that are very easy to have and you have to come from it's my responsibility and I didn't do what I'm doing. Right. It is so well received. Now, for everybody that's seen Talladega Nights, <laughs> this is going to happen on that first call. Y'all maybe remember when when Bobby said to Cal, uh, Cal, I got to apologize. This is after Cal was winning races. I should have let you win more races. And Cal's standing back there with his arms closed. He goes, you know, I'm not really sure what you're doing right here. I think you may be trying to crook me a little bit, so I'm going to pretend like I'm being tough or something. <laughs> and that'll happen on that first reconnect. It'll be a little shorter than you expect it to be because you're coming from such contribution. But as soon as they hang up, they're going to be telling, I just got the coolest call. You remember Lyra? She thought she was great. She was her agent. She's awesome. She just called me. I was so nice talking to her. She'll. They will tell other people about that great call. I know because this was done to me. I didn't create this. I stole it. I'm an R&D expert. Rip off and duplicate. Amen. And then just blew this up. So think about this. Now, back to the challenge. We, we know what to say on that reconnect call. And for every other call, simply scan through their social media, find out what they're doing, and then talk about what they did. Hey, mm -hmm. Lyra, I noticed that you and Bryce and, and, and Leon, you guys were skiing in Tallahassee. Yeah, I know that doesn't make sense. You're skiing in Tallahassee last month. That looked really cool. I'm interested. Can you tell me more about it? That's the entire conversation. Right. When they're done, if you don't have anything else, it doesn't go anywhere. That's cool. And say, hey, great talking to you. Hang up the phone. That counts. Now, let's go back to you having a conversation with 100 people a month and being on purpose to it. You've just told me already, and I appreciate that. You said, no, George, the truth of the matter is I, I don't like it. I probably couldn't get through it. It's, it's too big of an elephant to eat. Fair? It is. It is. However, what would happen if I said, could you call four people a day and talk only about them with a singular purpose that your conversation is to make them feel good, to let them know that they're important, and to be interested in what's going on in their life. Could you do that coming from, simply from contribution? Yeah. I mean, four people a day days, doesn't sound as bad at all. For, well, remember, and your job is not to ask for referral. Your job is yeah, simply just, to pick up your phone, yeah. go through, you and I use KV Core because it's free and awesome, and <laughs> it's provided by a broker, but your job is to go through your phone and, and open it up and, and then select a way of sorting these people into just these four. Did you know... Well, I know you know this. How many days are in every single month of the year? Well, I mean, 30, 31, something like 28. that. There, 28. We have February. Well, 28. 28. Okay. Sorry. Okay. And for all of you uh, that know Bryce is, or excuse me, Lyra is actually very, very intelligent. I just stumped her on a tough question there. <laughs> <laughs> so every month has 28, right? Yeah. And if I divided 100 by 28, so that what we're doing is we're setting up little bite-sized pieces, that would be less than four people a day that you'd have to call. And you would get through your entire database by having calls, not about real estate, but about them with mm -hmm. a singular purpose. And you know, because we finish our masterminds with this all the time. Call somebody, tell them you love them, tell them they're important, tell them they matter. You're going to change their life. You may save a life, but more importantly, it's going to make them feel good. It'll make you good, feel good too. Yeah. That's the purpose of your phone calls. It's not to sell, it's to create a relationship. So imagine you are doing this and you're calling four people a day. If you don't call on Saturday or Sunday, you may have to call eight whole people. Oh no. And if you miss somebody, you'll get them next month. Right. So you take your database and let's say we've got this big burlap sack that's our centers of influence. We're using 100 as our number. If I put them all in my database, in my world is KV Core, yours too. And then they all had one hashtag or one tag like center of influence or COI. 
I could then go into my database and type in COI and I could grab every single one of them and I could do a mass email or a mass export for mailing something and get their mm -hmm. addresses, right? Yeah. Well, what if I put them all together and then I started with the first one and I gave them a special tag of one COI or center of influence and then the next one, two COI, all the way through till I got to 28, then I started over again. Mm. I would have legitimately three point, well, it's almost four people in every one through 28 hashtag. Okay. See what you're so saying. then go into your phone. I type in today is the eighth. So I would type it. I did type in hashtag eight COI. There are five people I need to call today with the only purpose is telling them that they're awesome. And that I'm thinking about them and actually one of them are my friend, Ray Hentz, who used to be uh, just an amazing uh, human resources person for me. Uh, I've sold four homes with him over the last 15 years. Wow. Okay, so and he's referred to a couple of people as well. I don't talk to Ray about or to Ray about real estate. I talk to Ray about Ray and his wife and right. what they're doing and their kids and the neighborhood and what's going on. And we have conversations about what the world looks like. These are meaningful conversations, and Ray's a good friend of mine. That's awesome. Those are the conversations we need to be having. We're not having ones. Hey, who does the next person you know that you should refer to me? Yeah. Because they don't want to do that. But if they trust you, they will, and your business will duplicate massively. By doing this one thing, take all of your people in your database, the top 100, you can't have more than 200 you do this to. It's not possible. And 200 is less than seven people a day, by the way, that you'd have to call. That's totally right. doable. Now, remember, we've got this big burlap sack of, of your database with all the people that are in there. At a click, I can actually click on that and do a mass email. Well, with KB Core, you know this, we can actually embed video inside of ours, and that's what makes it uh, pretty user-friendly. Another contact point would be to do a video follow-up, a video, uh, excuse me, update. And the video update is about me. And in my case, it's about myself and my wife, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Now, you won't open that video update right now. You, If we were just starting this, you wouldn't open it. It'll show up and you'd be like, oh, no, no big deal. But after me talking to you two or three times, you're going to open it. Boy, are you going to open it? Because we're never talking about me. We're talking about you. And then it's an update. Right. There's a certain format that works really well. Subject is uh, update from Jackie and George. That's it. There's three bullet points. There's a, hey, it's great to see you. And there's three different bullet points that cover what I'm going to talk about in there. I'll give you an example. When we did a, it was a couple of years ago that I, it was really relevant. We we're going to Italy. We didn't tell anybody we we're going to Rome, but in our update, we said going to Italy, uh, hurricane season's still here. Kids are back in school. So we did a quick video update. Hey, it's Jackie and George. Just wanted to let you know that we're headed to Italy. We're looking for suggestions from anybody on where we should go. We're going to Rome. Okay. It's the only place we're going. We wanted to suggestions. We want to see what would happen. We talked about hurricane season. We just had a hurricane go through at that point, which was mm -hmm. kind of bizarre. So it's not over yet. So please be aware. Call us if you need anything. If you had a problem with the last one, let us know. And the last thing is the kids are back in school. We're just so sad to see her. Oh, who are we kidding? We're so excited to get our houses back. Yeah. We sent it to 76 people. We had 39 referrals of where to go in Italy that reached out to us to tell us. Wow. That is not an amazing open rate. That's amazing response rate. Yeah. No kidding. Because we talk about them. Now, what's the impact here? And now once a month, and you guys can't see this, but I send out a postcard. It doesn't have a price. It doesn't have an address. It has a picture of a house with a banner that says we sold it for uh, in this market because we're, mm -hmm. we're now at the beginning of 2023. The next banner would say we sold it in less than 30 days. That's a win. Yeah, that's market, a win. <laughs> right? Where it, the other one said we sold it for 80000 over asking price. Yeah, no kidding. Once a month, we send out a postcard. It's got a really big picture of Jackie and I. Mm. It's a house that has no address and no price because we're not trying to sell it. We're simply saying evidence of success. This is yep. the one place we talk about successful real estate sales. And once a month, they'll get one. Mm. If you're a single agent out there and you're not really doing it, you have to consider that Actually, I can't speak for much many brokerages, but I can speak for ours. You can use the word we and use one of our houses all the time. I know I speak for you, Lyra. Of course, right. I can with yours. And we sold a home. That's actually a truism because the relationship is with a brokerage. Right. And check with your broker, see if you can do that. But once a month, send out an evidence of success, something you've sold. Now, that's 36 communications in just that phone call, which will take you less than 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Sending out a update email, which will take you total. And the email is no longer it's sixty to ninety seconds maximum, uh, with the with the embedded video in there. Mm -hmm. That'll take you no more than thirty minutes to send it out. And to go click, 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 and then send it to your design or to your printer is going to take you. You're looking at an hour a month and thirty minutes a day, and it will double your business. 
I promise you, if you're if you're selling about $100,000 or 10 homes in my economy, and you've got 100 people in your database, if you do this, you will sell 20 different homes. Now, this is a challenging market. Yeah. But you won't go backwards. I promise you, you won't. And when they create relationship, they're going to they're going to refer you more. You're going to have a better business that doesn't take ridiculous ad spend. And is and there's there's much more to cover. And I'm not going to dive too deep because I've been talking nonstop for 20 minutes. Um, but that's it. So uh, why don't I put it back to you? That's that's the basis for really great database. One more thing. One more thing. That was 36 contacts. Think about what you do just in social media. Because one of the things when you do something like that, you send, if you have a great conversation with somebody like that reconnect we were doing, Lyra, right. why wouldn't you send them a handwritten note, handwritten and say, yeah, thank yeah. you. Well, you and, and I have to, that's why, but. Right. Well, and, and so do I. Uh, you know, it's by the way, for everybody out there, my credit card says Dr. George Philbeck because they'll put anything on a credit card. I swear <laughs> it's God's honest truth. My Amex says Dr. George, I'll show it to you next time, Lear, but it does. I'm not a doctor, but my handwriting is so bad. Why wouldn't you write a thank you note? And if you're doing something, why wouldn't you friend, if you're talking to somebody, why don't you friend request them on some form of social media? And then yep. they're going to start showing up in your feed, right? Absolutely. Now you can tag them and there's more communication. It's easy to hit somebody and touch them meaningfully 50 times. It's so easy to do. You just have to make it part of your system. Right. See, I do it with the clients that I I love, right? That like, you know, you go through transactions, you got clients that you end up, you know, that are become really great friends, right? Um, that you know, uh heck, I've got uh, a fam a whole family of five that uh, I sold a house to last year. They're coming uh, two years ago. Um, they come to all of our events that we do. Um, and they they're coming to our wedding in July, right? Like they are, you know, they're amazing. And I, I talk to them all the time. They reach out to me like, Hey, how's it going? You know, they got me Christmas morning when, when we moved into our new house last year. And I'm like, damn, this is, this is reverse. What's going on here? Um, you know, th they're amazing. And they're those types of relationships and those people are easy to follow up with, but there are some clients that I never want to speak to ever <laughs> <laughs> ever well, and, again <laughs> and that's that's actually cool because you don't want them in your database you, you have these have to be people that you actually like and if you don't mind there i do want to talk about this because yeah. it's it's so important you you get to the point where when you're looking at your list of a thousand people that are in your phone or in some form of crm because if you're a real estate agent you have one somewhere somewhere i hope but <laughs> you get to that point you're like ah oh, i don't want to talk to them. so who do you really want to talk to if you only have 50 or 60 so that now the mission is to have those conversations because it's mm -hmm. still going to do a great number of business it's going to help your business greatly but how do we add them yeah exactly every day or every week make it a mission that you're going to add two people and it, adding people to your database is actually not that challenging if you meet somebody somewhere out there ask them questions about themselves and then follow up on social media hey my god it was so nice meeting you that's great but george how do i get their address but george how do i get their email address well, the address is easy. Say, so listen, you know, it, as you're going through the process, it's a simple phone call. My wife, in, in my world, this is what I say. My wife challenged me to, we're having a competition of who's going to send out the most holiday cards and I'm going to win this time and you are going to get a holiday card. You don't have to send one back, but I need your address because I'm going to make sure you get one and, and I'm going to win. I'm going to beat my wife in this right now. Would you share it with me? Who isn't going to share a holiday? Everybody loves a good competition. Right. And especially if it's a holiday card, there's nothing solicitatious right. about this. Yeah. It's a new word I might've just made up. Uh, but so that's easy. And all right, well, what about their email address? As you're going through the conversation in the second month, you can have a conversation. Listen, dude, what's your, e or, or in this case, Lyra, what's your email address? I got something I want to send over. I think you're going to find a value in it. That may be a $25 coupon or $5 off for a dog. Oh, I didn't know you didn't have a dog for dog food. It doesn't matter. Find something of value and then share it with people to get their email address. Five bucks Starbucks gift card, you know, that you can easily send online. Yep. That's that's it. I did, what's this for? Nothing. I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah. I really love catching up with you. Can I, I got to throw one more thing out there. You brought this up and we talked about this before we got into our conversation. So from a show of hands, and I'm looking, everybody, I'm watching you. I'll show you, raise your hands for this one if we have a chance. How many of you have closed on a transaction and it goes just like this the week before closing? Oh my God, this is great. We're all set. We're ready to go. We're going to pretend it's a buyer we're working with. I mean, we've, we've we've got loan approval. That's awesome. The appraisal came through. We're ready to go. We're scheduled final walkthrough, final walkthroughs tomorrow. Let's do the final walkthrough. We're at the final walkthrough. Big hugs. This is great. Love the house. It's so pretty. They didn't take the pain out. I'll take care of it. It's great. Me at close. We get to closing. This is awesome. I give them this beautiful closing gift, big hug for everybody. And then crickets, mm -hmm. not, not even a word. review, not even a review on Google. Damn it. 
Well, <laughs> never ever ask for a review after the close, ask for it before the close. But more importantly, from our position, Lyra, you and I both know, because I've done this, I'm pretty sure you may have, this, I'm not going to speak for you, but we've had these amazing build-up relationships. And then once we closed, we didn't talk to them for about a month or two, if even that. Mm-hmm. And what we did is we've told them that they're transactional. Right. And that's, that's it. horrific yeah. because that feels bad. Imagine, you know, I mean, I've had people say it to me and they're like, oh, I really thought we were just a trend. We didn't hear from you for a week. Here's a little secret for everybody. Again, back to that database and back to your CRM and they should be in your CRM. A week before closing, send them an email. It's already typed up, ready to go. You just input the names, which yep. most CRMs will do. And in this case, I'll pretend it's to you. Hey, Lyra, uh, George, I'm sorry for the late email. I usually send it about nine o'clock at night. I was just thinking about what's going to happen in the future, and it really has me concerned. I know that you're going to be very busy after we either buy a home or sell a home, whatever the case, after we close. And I am too. And I hate the idea that we're not going to talk as much. I kind of consider that we're building a friendship here. And when when it's all said and done, and we're done with this property, which is going to be awesome, I'm so excited for you. I don't want to lose sight. and I'm going to make every effort to stay in touch as much as I can. And I know you're going to be busy, as am I, but it doesn't change the idea that you're important to me. And I wanted you to know that. Then click send. That email takes away the transactional feeling of no conversations the day after or the two days or three or four days after. And if they're in your database, once a month, they're going to come up as hashtag 12 COI and you're going to call them. Yeah. You don't have to create that feeling of transaction. You called it out and it goes away. Hmm. That's huge. Right. Keeping your database clean. Okay. I like that. Giving, you know, that's something that you could, you know, sucks because all the deals we've closed already, it's too late for that, but it's something that's easily, um, you can easily input that into your, you know, your structure, right? Your systems. Like we have our systems in place where, you know, you go under contract, you get a congratulations email, here's your inspection period deadline, due diligence, whatever, here's your closing date, here's the title company, et cetera, et cetera. And then we, you know, have all of our systems throughout that process, you know, and everybody gets a nice pretty little drawing from us, you know, at closing for for buyers at least, um, you know, of the home that they're buying. So and everybody displays it. So we get to stay top of mind. Um, you know, that's been a great way that we've been able to do that. Um, but adding in that, you know, it's a simple email to add into your system, right? And for those of you that are new agents that haven't developed your system yet, then it'll be easier for you, right? Now just slide that right in there as part of your checklist. Create your checklist, whether that's in your, you know, you could do it in your CRM, depending on the CRM. You could do it in your um, we use uh Lord, there's um, you know, there's things like Rike. Trello. Trello is the one we use um, as well as far as our systems and our checklist goes. And you can literally put in your your template for your email right there and you can copy it and, and put it right in there and, you know, follow along the transaction. So I think that's great to, to implement that so that you're having, like you said, you're cutting that off because you don't want to bother people. I don't want to call and bother people after when I know that they're unpacking and changing their the schools for their children and they're painting the house within the, you know, the, the two weeks to a solid month of, of being, you know, right after buying a house, you're, you're, you're crazy. You're tired, you know, um, that kind of situation. But if you're, you also don't want them to feel that way. So I think inputting that into your system makes a lot of sense. I, I really like that. It's psych- psych- psychologically too, it, it, as I said, the most important part of that, everything you said is 100% valid and they are very busy. So calling them once over the course of the next 30 days is going to happen because they're part of my daily call yeah. schedule, my Correct. rotation. And that's a, hey, just checking in. How are you doing? Everything great? Yeah. But the fact that you didn't reach out, even though we were talking every day, you've already addressed why. Correct. So it's not really happening Right. And that's the beauty of it. We don't lose the relationship two days after closing, which happens a lot. Right. We can maintain it because we called out the elephant in the room and said, everybody's going to do it. We know it, but we'll get in touch. And then you follow up afterwards. You will not sure. lose your clients that way. Right. It's like uh, being friends at camp. You know, you're at camp for a week and you're, you know, I made so many great friends at Girl Scout camp when I was younger, would be best friends for like, you know, a solid week, two weeks, depending on how long camp was. And then we didn't have cell phones back then. So uh, we all, (laughs) we all lost touch, never got to communicate again. And you're like, well, dang, you know, but we had the best time. And, you know, you have a great time during the transaction with, I would say that with, you know, about 80, 
to 85% of our clients, we become really close with, we become friendly with, and we enjoy the transaction. There are the 15, 20% that, um, you know, have, I'm not gonna lie, I've definitely cried over a transaction or two because I was over the, <laughs> I was over the client, you know, but like, why am I doing this to myself? Um, so I, I'm not calling that guy, but I'm going to call the other people. Right. And I'm going to remember right. them and we get to kind of bond and you, you know, you've built a relationship. So it doesn't have to be necessarily as awkward because you know that they've got their three kids, you know, Tommy, Jenny and, and Fred, how, how are the kids doing in the new house? Did they get to build that playground that they were trying to convince you to build while we were looking, you know, during the inspection period? And, you know, what about you know, redoing that bathroom that you said you were going to do? Um, how's the pool looking? You know, like getting to talk about that because you've built a friendship, you've built a rapport. Now that's something you can do immediately after. But if it's been, you have to do that reconnect call. It might be a little bit different than that. But um, most of our people we get to add on Facebook and some people don't have Facebook, which is fine. But um you know, it's great to get that engagement, you know, and, and you also get to stay top of mind, right? Because you're, Absolutely. they get to remember that you are a realtor. And I also, we tell them our, our slogan is that we're your best friends in real estate, right? Real estate is not about the buying and the selling of houses. We're trying to be beyond that call. You know, we've had people call because their roof was leaking and after the storm and they needed a roofer. They knew that they could call us and that we were the point of contact to be able to provide a trustworthy resource for them. Right. I've had people be like, hey, um, my insurance is going up. I'm looking for, um, you know, somebody that can do bundling. Who's your insurance guy? And they know that they can reach out to us. But if you're losing losing the the relationship over time, not getting to talk to them as much, then they're going to. It's going to kind of fall off. They're going to ask their neighbor for an insurance person. They're going to Google it. God forbid, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> these kind of things. Right. You want to be the the go to resource and the person top of mind, too. And you can do that without, you know, hosting lavish events where you have to spend all this money. It doesn't have to be like that. Just pick up the dang phone and make a call and do a little email video and send out postcards. It's awesome. I like it. Yeah. And the little things that you just touched on where you're you follow up with them through social media, if they have it, or, or just look for an opportunity to make them feel good. That's really what we're talking about. That's database 101. Right. Uh, there, there's a lot more. We can carry this on. And, and you and I, I know we're going to talk about it outside of the the call, but you know, you've got micro parties, which are really not about the party. They're about the invitation and then the, the celebration afterwards. Uh, my, mine are sponsored by my lending partner. Uh, so mm -hmm. they're, they're zero costing and they're just great ways to further that relationship. All of our business, I mean, all of our business comes from our database. Right. And we suck at it. And I teach this all the time, all right? <laughs> I'm just being transparent. We're getting better all the time. We're never satisfied. Sure. And I, I'm going to challenge everybody listening to this or your database is at the highest level it can be because that's where everything goes. And, and Lyra, you and I talk about this constantly, right? That's that's where your business is. Yeah. Why, why aren't we doing this? Right. And I know for a fact that I need to be better at it. I know, uh, heck, one of the girls on our team, um, we challenge everybody on our team to um, reach out to five people a day via social media. Right. Everybody messes around on social media anyways. Uh, I wake up. I'm looking at it. I'm on the toilet. I'm looking at it. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if we're all the same way. Right. We're going to sleep. I'm looking at it. And we were like. <laughs> That's right. I'm a lady and I utilize the facilities. Um, so, you know, social media is a big piece of that. So we challenge our team, reach out to five people a day. Some of our team doesn't do it. Just some of them do. Um, well, one of our girls, she has a uh, buyer's consultation this week because she reached out and was like, hey, I heard a song on the radio and I was thinking about you from high school, from Brilliant. high school. And she, the girl's like, well, that, that's pretty cool. You know, I see you're doing real estate. I'm actually looking at possibly buying in the next few months and let's get together. Like not even making that story up. So um, she really was like, yeah, I've got a buyer's consultation. I'm really excited. And we're like, awesome. You did the activities and things came to you, right? Yes. It doesn't, and it was, it came from, it wasn't, she didn't reach out going, hey, you know, are you know anybody looking to buy or sell? It was, I was thinking about you and I wanted to reach out. And that was it. Love it. Okay. It's, it's, this really isn't complicated. And I mean, you know, this, cause I mean, my God, you and I have, we've got a longer history than, than a lot. Uh, and by the way, for everybody that doesn't know, Lyra is an incredibly beautiful, very, very classy lady who just owned the fact that she actually goes to the toilet uh, with her <laughs> soon to be husband, uh, Bryce, who's a very good friend as well. I just want you to know, you don't see her. I do. I'm talking to a, a stunning, classy woman and that's what I got. Obviously. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Are, we're, we're making this harder than it really needs to be. And it really should be very simple. More to the point though, it's repetitive 
boredom. You do the same thing over and over again. Right. Not with the same person, but you have to do the same activities and you're going to hone your skills. And for everybody out there who's listened to this, I want you guys to figure this out and just let this sink in. Whatever you do and you do well will work to build a business that is going to help you support your dreams and your goals. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I challenge you to be the best there is at that. And you'll get paid at the level of the expert in the room. Right. And it can change your life, right? Absolutely. No, I got into this because I wanted, um, I, I remember I went to a class and it was how to buy 10 investment properties in 10 years. Okay. Um, fabulous class uh, taught by uh, Ray Lopez, you know him, amazing man. Very well. um, you know, we, and I was working, uh, it was at a, a brokerage, but I was not an agent. I was working, um, you know, a- admin essentially and uh, making my $38,000 a year. And I was looking at the numbers and I was like, I need to, I need to do this. I want to buy, a, you know, 10 houses in 10 years. And I crunched numbers. I was like, there's literally no possible way that's going to be able to happen on my salary. If I have big goals and I have big dreams, I need to take big risks to and make big moves to be able to make those happen. Right. Um, you know, and sometimes it's, it's uncomfortable and you have to step outside your comfort zone because that's where growth happens. Right. Well, at that point is when I decided I was going to get my real estate license and that Bryce and I were going to build our, our team together because we have big goals. And in order to make those, you know, to accomplish that, you have to be in a system, you know, in a setup where, you know, I was just tired of working so hard and having a, a max on what I can earn. People telling me how much I'm going to earn um, that, you know, my bonus structure was based off of other people around me and what they were doing. Right. I wanted something where because I know I bust my ass. I'm a hard worker and I wanted a business where as much as I'm going to input is what I receive in return. Right. And I wanted something that matched that, which is what real estate is. What you put in is absolutely what you get back as long as you're following your systems and you're following following up and you're coming from a place of contribution and not being a transactional agent. Right. And that's why we, that's why we did this. So I, I want other people to be able to understand that you can do it, but there's going to be different challenges for everybody. Right. Some people don't like talking on the phone, just like me. Right. You know, we're all people that grow grew up and, you know, just teenagers with the texting thing, that kind of situation. And, and uh, you know, we don't like picking up the phone and making phone calls, but that, Again, growth comes, you know, growth comes from outside that comfort zone. So pick up the phone, make the phone calls. Maybe you're a brand new agent. You just moved to town and you don't know anybody in your city, right? How do you build a database like that, right? How, you know, those different challenges can come in and it's really about what, you know, what you do with it. And that's what I love about, about real estate is you get to build uh, your own empire, your own legacy, really. And it's about- I want to ask you a question. Go for it. I got to ask you a question because you've seen a lot of agents. You've been around a lot of agents. What do you think is the thing that inhibits an agent from reaching their real potential? What's the thing if you're advising a a new agent or or even an experienced agent who may be in a little bit of a struggle, Mm -hmm. having seen, I mean, hundreds of agents in your your career and and been around some, some great ones and some challenging ones, what would you advise them? Well, this is usually the question I ask the people on the other side, but all right, I like it. Um, So with that, from what I've noticed is that a lot of agents, uh, one, they have limiting beliefs, right? There's limiting beliefs that I cannot do this. I'm going to fail. They don't want to make the jump. Um, I've also seen analysis paralysis happen quite frequently. Um, I'm terrified. I don't know what moves to make. And I do know it can be terrifying. You're standing there. It's like starting out in real estate is like standing in the middle of a wide open desert, right? With no signs, nothing. You're like, do I go this direction, which is really just doubling down on open houses and praying that business is going to come that way? Do I go this direction and start dumping my money into realtor.com leads and pray that something comes out? You don't know which direction to go, which direction is going to work for you. So that's terrifying. So I get the analysis paralysis part of it, but you have to make a jump. You're not going to get anywhere if you just stand there. Um, So I I know that both of those have been really uh, impactful, but also the support system that surrounds you is going to be key. And I did touch touch on this in in um, my very first episode of the podcast talking about brokerages and and finding the right brokerage for you, right? So some people are going to function better on a team, okay? Some people are going to function better with the without a team where they have, you know, the fire under them to where they just got to go figure it out, 
right? Um, you know, but either way, you still need some sort of support system around you to where you can continue to grow and educate yourself. Um, because we are dealing with people's money. We are dealing with their livelihoods. We are dealing with their children's futures. <laughs> like these are, I remember my first time writing a contract. I was terrified. It was a, yeah. it was a $250,000 offer and it was a backup offer. I'm pretty sure like, and all this stuff. And I remember going, holy crap, this is somebody's money. And it scared the crap out of me. And, you know, people, people also need to remember that because some of these people that get into this business just fly by the seat of their pants and don't know what's going on. But um, definitely, you know, limiting beliefs and then just not making any moves at all. And I think a support system is, a, is another big one. So I love it. That's an amazing answer. And um, what what hits me is the analysis paralysis. And what you said, I, that analysis is phenomenal where you're standing in the desert, you're not sure what to do. And if you're finding yourself that all of a sudden you're in this forest and it turns into a desert where your business is changing a bit, I'm here to tell you that whatever you commit to and say, this is going to get my energy will work. Right. Door knocking, uh, open houses, prospecting, but it's going to take time on task over time. One of my sure. favorite five words in the world. And you're going to have to do it every day. And you're going to have to do it for two to three hours a day. That's the barrier of entrance in real estate. That's the barrier of ex, uh, a barrier to success. You must put forth the effort. And after about three or four years, you're going to find that you're getting freedom back. Besides the fact that your financial coffers will explode, you will become very good. Most people won't put forth the effort through analysis paralysis. I don't know what to do. Yep. <clears throat> you and I talk about this before. Stop trying to create. Be a master of R&D. Rip off and duplicate. If somebody's doing what you, what you want to do or has the success you want to do, do what they do. Just steal it. There's no original idea in real estate left. We stopped that 25 years ago. Is that fair? Right, right. No, that's entirely fair. Um, all the wheel does not need to be recreated. It has yeah. all been done. There are, I mean, you can get the templates offline. You can steal them from somebody else. I mean, it's not even stealing at this point. There's it's not like anybody owns anything anymore. We're all just sharing everything well, and putting our face on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you with your team. I know what you and Bryce are doing. There's there's nothing you're not providing. It's as far. I mean, don't misunderstand me. No, no, totally. I get. Yeah, don't don't think for a second, guys, that I'm saying she's here, I'm gonna hold your hands. You may, you gotta do the work. Yeah. But there's no tutelage or guidance that they don't get. And if you don't have it, I know because we're involved in as a team helping everybody succeed. I just I gotta compliment you on on the business you all have built and the ability to help others. Uh, it's inspiring. And that to me is what defines a real leader and more importantly, a really great real estate agent, somebody who's not afraid to come from contribution and share and collaborate. We're all getting better together. That's the important part. I very much appreciate that. And, uh, and nobody succeeds alone, right? Yeah. And you have to be able to, again, just have that support system, have the the knowledge and, you know, the people around you. And, you know, sometimes you don't want to be the smartest person in the room, right? And if you are, then hopefully you're sharing that knowledge with the people around you that, you know, will be able to take that and build something with it. And um, honestly, I started this podcast because I wanted I wanted agents to be able to have access to all of the amazing resources that I have, because I know somebody is going to be at some, you know, some brokerage where they don't feel comfortable, where they don't know what all the systems are or, or you know, how to go to the classes or somebody that's working, you know, full time trying to take their business off on the, you know, on the weekends and they're not able to go to the classes during the day. There's so many different reasons why, you know, people don't receive the, you know, all the training resources that are available to them um, or just don't have access to that. And I wanted to be able to create something where we could help people on a massive level. And again, with all the amazing connections and relationships and resources that, you know, uh, our group and our team has access to, then, you know, why not tap into that? Why not share that with everybody? Because again, you know, people are, this market is changing. People are falling out of the real estate market rapidly. Um, I spoke to somebody the other day that told me we lost 10,000 agents within uh, Orlando Regional Realtors Association in the month of January. So still not enough. That's a lot. <laughs> um, you know, that, I, don't, I, don't, that's I think 10,000 10, is probably a little high. They may have given a, a misquote on that, but the thrust is a ton of people. We'll transition out of this, which is fine because truthfully, those people last year and the year before, if you couldn't sell a home, there's a challenge this year, 2023, we're at the beginning of it right now. We're in yeah. February. If you're you're going to have to do the work, I'm working it. harder than I've worked in 10 years right now. Absolutely. And, I'm, yeah, and we have to. Yeah. Uh, um, it, it, 
it'll work. I promise you it will. Stick with it. Don't quit. You can get there. You can do anything you put your mind to. That I'm committed to. So um, what, so, okay, brand new agent coming to town. Uh, I don't know anybody. How do I build my database? Where do you suggest I start? Is that open houses? Is that cold calling? I feel like you can't really connect with people on cold call where they're going to be excited to hear from you once a month and your center of influence. No. So no, um, so how do you build Databases, that? people you know. Uh, so if you're, if we're focusing on database on this one, okay. you're going to have some form of lead generation. I'm a big challenge, a big believer that you should have at least two different kinds. There's only Absolutely. two things you should really focus on until you're very good. And then you can get your third. Okay. So your first one, let's say for our conversation is open houses. The second one is of course, database. Well, you only have five or six or 10 people in your database. Awesome. Be phenomenal at it. Your open houses will add more people. As you meet people, you'll add more people to your database. If you make your database something that gets an hour and a half to two hours of your attention, making it great daily, and your open houses are going to get 15 hours a week, plus or minus doing the best open houses possible. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, Lara, you and I teach how to do the best open houses. So that's just a shameless plug. <laughs> but you will pick up business. I, you and I both know that if you do 20 open house weekends, you're going to get 20 closings. It's it's mathematically a certainty. That's yeah. just going to happen. But you got to do them well. So add to your database, but make sure your database is the number one priority. And you need to have some form of right now business. And for all of you out there that are listening, pay close attention to this. You can't see me, but I'm really standing up at this point. Social media isn't lead generation. Unless you're a freaking expert. And you have a pedigree and it usually takes a couple of years until then you're just posting about, Oh my God, look at me. That yeah. doesn't work. Absolutely. Right? I've never had anybody reach out to me going, wow, congratulations on that. Just under contract post, you know, that house just under contract. I'm really interested in learning more about how you can help me sell. No, it never works like that. The only social media leads I've ever gotten were being in particular Facebook groups. Um, you know, and I see people that are, you know, either referrals or it's, uh, Hey, I'm looking to buy a short-term rental in central Florida. And then me pounding the crap out of that person to make myself stand out between the 150 other agents that are, are are reaching out, you know, um, that's really the, the absolutely only time it's never, Oh, look, she's doing TikTok reels talking about how to prepare your home for a listing, which yes, I've done, but that's fine. It didn't bring it, me. It leads. doesn't, it doesn't generate leads. It doesn't, <laughs> it does not. unfortunately. Yeah. And that's the, that's the absolute shame that people, they sometimes think it should, and please don't, you need to generate business with people that want to work with you because they are in relationship with you. Yep. And that is going to happen through prospecting, through open houses, through circle prospecting, through social groups, which are like networking groups or mm -hmm. for groups, as you said, you've got people that reach out to you in groups you're in on Facebook. You've created a relationship with them. Yep. That's why they reached out to you. If they didn't know you and you were just somebody on that social media platform, that social media group, they wouldn't reach out to you. You had to communicate with them before them to be comfortable doing so. Right. Folks, just do it. That's the most important thing I can say. Nike the hell out of it. Get it done. <laughs> Just, yep. Yeah. So build that database. Go, uh, heck, I joined the PTA, uh, you know, last year after uh, I got my degree. And I was like, okay, once I'm done, I'm going to do the PTA. Turns out I didn't actually join the PTA. I joined the committee that picks the PTA. So somehow <laughs> I didn't get actually suckered into the full thing there. Um, but I ended up meeting an amazing lady uh, who's an attorney. And um, she let me know that I'm getting all of her uh, her listings. From then on, I will get all the referrals for her, um, you know, for her divorce clients, things like that. So I'm like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to suggest you want to follow up with her. I don't know, uh, one day a month, that's her day to call. And and by the way, I get this asked all the time. You know how I was saying set each person up. Yep. So there's a specific day of the month that you call them. They never realize it's the same day of the month <laughs> ever, <It's> never <laughs> Because it always changes except for February and March. It's, sure. uh, so it's a Tuesday in February, it's a Tuesday in March, but they'll never figure it out. And they don't have to. It just keeps you on point. And I'm going to tell you a secret. This is kind of funny. I'm, I'm surprised I'm saying this. I have my family in there as well. So I don't forget to call them. That's my <laughs> reminder to make sure I call the people that like my family, my aunts and all. I do that with them because I I will forget otherwise the world gets yeah. too busy. Yeah, it does. And I just, I follow my phone. It tells me what to do. I do it. Well, that's good. My wife put stuff in there to clean the house. Crap. Look what it says I got to do. <laughs> KB Core told me to clean the house today. So I did it. <laughs> it's like a, I am a robot. Exactly. Just follow. But it, it, that's it. Isn't that, isn't that it? Honestly, Lyra, when you're talking to an agent, if you could tell an agent what to do and you told them to do it every time and said, listen, I want you to do this every single day. This is what you need to do. What would be the probability of success for that agent if they actually followed your advice and did this every single day and did it well? Yeah. I mean, 
hundred percent. I mean, if, if they did it, you practice, right. It's, it's, um, you know, your, your conversion times your times your activity, right. Eventually your conversion rate is going to improve and it's going to get better. Right. So it's the practice, do the damn activity. Yep. And you, like you said, you're, you're always, you're moving yourself up. I started with for sale by owners. I, do we have time? Because I mean, this was supposed to be a, a 20 minute thing and look at us. We're an hour into this. At this That's point. fine. It's, I right. got time. So I started uh, my business calling for sale by owners. I didn't, that's just, I talked to the guy who was the smartest person in real estate in the East Orlando. I'm not going to mention Mike Kronz's name because that would be inappropriate. Smartest East Orlando agent I've ever met. Um, so I won't mention Mike Kronz's name. He's awesome. And he said, George, you should call for sale by owners. Now, I just left a job that was like $75,000, $80,000, full benefits, everything else. My wife didn't work. I had a brand new baby mortgage, an infant, and a two-year-old. And I had no choice but to be successful. Right. Um, and, I, and I'm not going to mention McCormick and Schmick or Dave Jenkins, the 65-year-old scumbag who was hitting on my 18-year-old uh, hostesses. So I won't mention that either. Okay. <laughs> I don't mind mentioning he's a bad man. I just had to quit. So I said, I got to do this. He said, call for sale banners. I said, okay, that's what I'll do. I was horrible at it. But over the course of a month or two, three hours a day, making the calls, looking at the newspapers, we didn't have red extras delivered. I was making the calls. I was getting better. I was practicing my scripts. I was role-playing. I sold 26 homes my first year. Wow. Not one buyer side, 100% for sale by owners exclusively by making three-hour phone calls every day. Holy cow. Second year sold 28, third year sold 32. That was in 2003 four and five, the hottest real estate markets we ever had, except for what we just went through. Right. Everything works, but you got to commit to it. And if you sure. do, everything's yours. The world is your oyster. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And I know uh, we got a good, um, we had the a cold calling episode just a few episodes ago, and we've got uh, with Chris Lyons, great script in there for for cold calling Fizbos too. He's had a lot of success in that because we don't, as much as I would love to hear more about your FISBO scripting, we do not have time for that because uh, nope. I know that'll be another hour. Um, so, all right. So what you're telling me is that I don't have to have, I don't have to call the people in my database that are not going to be cheerleaders of me, right? So the people Absolutely. that felt frustrated where we were both frustrated wanting to kill each other by the end of the transaction, don't call those people. That's good to know. Um, that makes me feel a little less guilty about reaching out to that guy that gave me COVID on my birthday. Um, oh, yeah. Client. Let's leave him out. He's yeah. done. No kidding, right? Uh, pain, three month transaction, pain in the butt, highest sale price point, and I still never want to speak to that man again. Um, so, you, we man, we've talked about how we manage our data, but our the database in um, in the CRM and everything like that. So, really, the last thing that I kind of want to pick your brain on is with the shifting market. You kind of touched on it. We're in a position now where we're no longer in that hot market. Things are a little bit more challenging. You have to work for it now. What do you like suggest, right? For these agents that are struggling. And I mean, it, it honestly going through the last two years and then, and stumbling through, I mean, we had a, I don't know about everywhere, everywhere else in the world, but um, after hurricane, <laughs> after hurricane Ian through Christmas, it's like the entire, uh, you know, state of Florida real estate market just completely just went stalled. Right. It was like nobody wanted to do a dang thing. Um, and then stumbling into January 2023, going to February, it's almost it's almost a little discouraging, a little disheartening, kind of depressing a little bit. And you're like, how do we how do we move forward? And what would you recommend to the agents that are struggling with this new shift since you've been through it and you kicked ass through it? Uh, 2008, 2009, which is not where we're anticipating we're heading, um, you know, not there at least. But what do you say to them and how do you? How do you motivate them? Like, what do you, what do you think that well, you can bestow upon us? All right. So right off the bat, everybody is in sticker shock. Everybody's freaking out. We're currently, uh, last time I updated, this was the end of January of a 6.34 interest rate. A year ago, we were at 3.3. People are going, oh no. But the truth is, it's not a bad rate. We just were so low for so long that the buyers are freaking out. And so are the sellers. Truthfully, the sellers are like, why would I buy something at six when I have a 3% rate that I'm holding on to? Absolutely. Sorry, my wife is calling on the phone too. Hence the reason you hear that dinging in the background. <laughs> Stick with it. We've seen an uptick in phones. We've seen an uptick in calls. We've seen an uptick in transactions and activity in the last week and a half. People are finally realizing it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I can live with that. I'm not married to the interest rate. I'm married to the house. Sure. Sellers are coming back into the market. This is the slowest time of the year anyway. We've just added insult to injury. I would suggest for everybody, myself included, 
focus on your skill set. Be very good at what you're doing. Don't be satisfied with what you're doing and have, please, for the love of God, listen to this. Have two lead generation sources that get 90% of your effort. And if you're doing a couple hours, and you should, you need to talk to 20 or 30 people on average per day, five days a week to build a business that's going to give you 15 to 20 closings. It's just standard. That's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. But you also need to have WOB time. And that's a really bad word, W-O-B, yeah. working on your business time. And you should have that on your calendar too, where you're setting up some of these things to make your listing presentation better, to make your buyer presentation better, to make your database management systems better. Yeah. This is a job. It's going to take really hard work. But the beauty part of it is two or three years from now, your momentum and your market share will go through the roof. Don't get discouraged because it doesn't happen instantly. Nothing does. I want to challenge everybody to think about it in weight loss. I know where I want to be in weight loss, but I don't get to receive the benefit of what I'm trying to do until I put forth all the effort. Do not think you're going to get the benefit of where you want to be until you put forth the effort. And that's the important part. There's a lot of work to be done and we're going to have to work harder, but you're going to come out of this with the ability to do things you've never been able to do before and the freedom to build a world that is by your design. That I can promise you if you're willing to do the work. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Thank you for that. You know, because it's, you're right. And I, I do forget sometimes, you know, as real estate agents, we think our job is lead generation. You know, that is a, technically our number one job, right? But you yep. also have to work on your your business. You know, I noticed that our um, our social media templates, right? They're, you know, our under contract just listed all those fun things that we post supposed to be able to go to Instagram. Well, they're not Instagram compatible. So, you know, I've been sitting here and I've had that on my list to fix for like three months now. You know, but because I don't a lot for your, I'm going to go wob, wob time with my quote, quotation marks and nobody can see uh, air quotes here Um, because I don't, I don't account for that because my business is, you know, is focused on lead generation. And then of course, having the team and having them focus on, on lead generation and, and, and setting, holding them accountable. Right. But no, you're, you're completely right. This is a business and it's sometimes it can be a little difficult to remind ourselves that, you know, we have to treat it like a business, uh, not just focus on, you know, you need to focus on growing things and making them better for the future, right? Like your listing presentations. Mine probably needs a revamp. It hasn't been touched in a year, right? You know, these are things that need to be touched on. So I, I appreciate that little reminder there, George. Absolutely. This is fun. We do <laughs> we do this all the time anyway. It's just nice to do it in a formal environment. And y'all don't get this, but her and I are later, we're on a Zoom call. We're talking back and forth. And I mean, we're, you know, making, a, you know, sticking our noses up at each other and laughing. This is yeah, just a good time. Exactly what's happening. Yeah. Well, um, last time we got together, I spilled wine on you. So, I mean, to be fair, you know, this is not far off of uh, us going a little bit crazy and cuckoo and fair. having fun. Yeah. George was practicing his golf swing at the bar where we were having happy hour. And I happened to step right in the right spot at the right time with my wine glass right there. It was a solid golf swing, George. It, it, to be that. fair, that's true. I did crush it. That would have been right down the fairway. Too, it really, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All day. Um, <laughs> um, so, uh, for anybody that wants to reach out to you, George, uh, how do they get in touch with you? All right. So if you're, uh, if you just want to have a quick talk about your business, if you go to www.quicktalkwithgeorge.com, you can get on my calendar. I'd love to talk to you about whatever your topic is. Uh, you know, it's a seven, eight minute conversation, but it, I believe very strongly that the more people I help, the better my business becomes. And it's proven to be true in every circumstance. So what can I do to help? And if you want to reach out to me, quicktalkwithgeorge.com, and I'll be glad to talk to you. It'd be my honor. Awesome, George. Thank you so much. I appreciate having you on today. It's been amazing. I think we've got some great nuggets here for people, um, and I'm really excited to, to share this with everybody. My pleasure. Let's do this again. This was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this conversation. Yay, I'm glad. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you so much. Once again, that was George Philbeck. I'm going to put his information into the podcast description. That way, if you're interested in reaching out regarding a consultation about your business, you can go ahead and schedule a time directly with him. I hope everybody learned something today. I know I learned a couple of things that I'm actually going to start implementing into my business. I I loved the, the knowledge that George was sharing. I appreciate everybody tuning in for our longest podcast episode ever, but uh, with so much, you know, knowledge and great, you know, intel going on. I did not want to cut it off. So hopefully everybody um, got to listen and really enjoy the conversation that was going on. If you have any um, questions about today's episode or any past episodes, if you have any comments, 
or any topics that you want to hear about and any wins that you want to share and have highlighted on the podcast. I would love to hear those. Uh, anything that you just, you know, kicked butt in for transactions, you know, ways your business is, is going off the rails, anything, please feel free to reach out and send all of that information. R-L-R-E podcast at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to highlight that. And I love hearing from you guys. Um, again, I really hope everybody learned something today. I really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening. Remember, you can either make excuses or you can make history. So let's go out, make history, and let's go sell some houses, guys. All right. Look forward to having you on next time. Thank you. Thank you.